Fabulous. Splendid. Thrilled. Oh, I'm chuffed to bits. Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to Chuffed. Chuffed is possibly one of the best British slang words and it feels so good to say. Chuffed is when you're winning, when things are going your way. You can be chuffed for yourself or chuffed for someone else. This podcast is about sharing and championing those little wins in life. You know the ones I mean. You don't share them on social media because you don't want to look like you're blowing your own trumpet. Not here. Blow away. It's relatable, motivational and inspirational. You simply cannot be chuffed and have a bad day. I like to describe this podcast as a voice note from your best friend. Follow me now on socials with at Chuffed Podcasts. And thank you for stopping by. You'll be chuffed to bits you did. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Chuffed. My name is Sally Wallace. I am your host. If this is your first time stopping by and taking a listen today, I hope you enjoy it and come back for more. If you've been coming back for more and more, well, you know for a fact that I'm super chuffed that you're part of this. So this is a first for me today. Okay. I have never in nearly two years of podcasting ever gone back and deleted an episode and done it again, ever until episode 78, which is this one. So I posted the original to this about two weeks ago and it's just been playing on my mind. So I listened to it about two days ago and and it was shit. <laughs> it's really shit. <laughs> I'm honest. And I don't, listen, I don't mind this. A lot of people who are new to podcasting will, and I have lots of conversations with lots of people, they'll say, oh, I don't like the sound of my own voice. I was a radio presenter for 14 years, so I'm very used to the sound of my own voice. In fact, I quite like it. Um, what I don't like is the content that I put out and if it's shit and then I'm like, oh God, that sounded awful. So I very rarely listen back to my episodes because I absolutely love doing them. Um, I went through a phase of really heavily editing them and I stopped and I just stopped. And a lot of that was perfectionism from radio where everything had to sound seamless and it had to sound perfect. But I made a pact with myself when I started this podcast that I wasn't going to try and I wasn't going to continue that level of perfectionism. I was going to be a lot, oh, I was just going to be more raw um, and me, really. Um, and I found that quite difficult at first. And then there was something that I did when I did that, this episode originally. And I just, I just held back. I think I was sitting on the fence and when I listened back to it like two days ago, I thought, that's not even, you don't even think that. Why are you doing that? That's just bullshit. And I'd slipped back into that safe way of, oh, don't want to offend, don't want to offend, apologise before you say something. No, 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 no. That's not even real life. That's not even real life. I accepted a long time ago that not everybody is going to like me and I get that and I'm, and I'm fine with that and I'm okay with that. Um, and I also understood that sometimes it can be an outfit that you wear, something that you say, maybe somebody that you've dated, maybe even your husband can just be a signal to people where they just don't like you. That's it. They just don't like you. But also some people can build an opinion about you without you saying anything at all, just by you existing. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? So yeah, so I'd accepted this a long time ago that people are not going to like me um, and that I could offend people without intentionally doing so. You can offend people by having a belief. And it's crazy that in this day and age, you know, the, the way that the world is nowadays is that we seem to have completely forgotten to accept our differences. We don't seem to accept anymore that we're allowed a difference of opinion. It's almost as though we all have to think exactly the same or if somebody feels differently to you, then they're wrong. Whereas before it would be like, oh, I'll tell you what, let's just agree to disagree. And we were okay with that. And it would be, let's just agree to disagree and then we can have a cup of tea. 
Now we live in a world where everybody's bloody offended. They're all offended. Everyone's offended. That's a generalisation, not everybody. But you know what I mean. Most people are offended. And the one thing that I keep hearing over and over again is, Jesus, we've really lost our sense of humour as Brits. And we really have. And it's such a shame. We really have. And it's almost like there's just we don't seem to be able to laugh at ourselves anymore the way that we used to. We're too busy being offended and using certain words that, that just, I don't know, that I just, we've never, never really heard in the UK before. And, and one of them is the word triggered. And the word triggered really pisses me off. Now, it's a word that I've, have I used it? I've used it when I've been speaking publicly but I've never used it personally. So I'll use it and say there's certain triggers and like if I'm doing an event or something like that or I'm doing a um, like a motivational speaking thing, I'll talk about certain triggers for people. But I've never sat and said, oh, I have been triggered by this. Because I think that it's a word that's massively overused. It's very dramatic. There's always a lot of drama around triggers. Um, but I also feel like it's a bit of a word that's being used fashionably. And it's a bit of a fad word as well in certain cases. Plus, some people are using it in completely the wrong context and blowing it all out of proportion and blaming other people because they don't feel great because they've had an emotional upheaval um, because they've been triggered and it's your fault. Now, actually, I think triggering is a great thing. (laughs) I bet you didn't expect me to say that. I do. I think it's really good. I think triggering is great, in fact, because I think that when you get triggered and if you are the sort of person who goes, oh, I've been triggered, explain yourself. Tell us what it is then. And you know what? Some people can't. They just can't because they haven't dealt with certain shit that's happened from years ago that's brought up memories and emotions. And therefore, the triggering is wonderful. But also you can call people out on it as well. So, oh, I'm really triggered by that. Go on, then you tell me how you feel about that then. How does that make you feel? And if it's something that's incredibly personal, you're not really the sort of person that's going to go out blurting out the word triggered, are you? And in fact, let me just have a quick look at what the dictionary definition of triggered is. Hang on, let me just get my phone. Oh shit, my battery's so low. Uh, What it means to be triggered. When someone is triggered, it means that they're having a strong, uncomfortable emotional reaction to a stimulus that wouldn't ordinarily cause that response. Whilst triggered people, whilst triggered, sorry, people may panic, feel overwhelmed, cry out, act out, withdraw or react defensively. Yeah, a lot of people act defensively, don't they? A friend of mine went and did an event recently and as she sat down, the woman next to her went, oh, you triggered me as soon as you walked in the room. What did I do then? What what was it that I said? What was it that I did? And this is this woman who's acting out uh, quite dramatic, whatever it was, whether she was using it in a fashion statement like, oh, I'm so triggered by you just walking in here. Go on then, tell me how you feel. Because all she's doing really is pushing, like, do you know what? I don't even think she knew what she was doing. And my friend and I had quite an interesting conversation about it. And she said, this woman just used it as though it was almost like a, a conversation starter. Oh, well, I've been triggered. I'm triggered right now just by you walking in. Um, and it's just an interesting word that is constantly being used. But like I said, it's being used in the wrong context. But also, like, it's a bit trendy, isn't it? It's a bit trendy to use the word. And I'm not going to say that people don't get triggered because, of course, they do. There'll be certain things that have happened to you in your life. And then later on, maybe 10, 20 years down the line, something will happen again and, and it will it will bring up a memory. That's a triggering. Um, there are certain habits that people have that can just sort of niggle you a little bit. Maybe that could be a slight trigger. 
So magpies, for me, for example, were a horrendous trigger of negative, bad luck. Um, shit's going to happen to you. You can't control it. Um, like, I mean, no, no, Sally, no. And actually, I'm grateful for, because uh, I was triggered by magpies, that it helped me to see that it wasn't actually my belief. It was, they were never, it was never my belief about magpies. My mum, bless her, um, but my mum's not even superstitious. It was my grandma. My grandma bear was incredibly superstitious and used to salute magpies, to which my mum used to salute magpies because of bad luck, to which I then started saluting magpies because I didn't want the bad luck. And if you don't put a stop to these habits, behaviours, triggers, then they're going to continue through generations. So because of this whole seeing magpie bollocks, which it is quite frankly, because they're vile birds anyway, they fucking kill little lovely little birds, they're horrible things. Um, I actually just thought, you know what, it's a bird. It's a bird, Sally. It's just a bird. So because of that trigger, it enabled me to just completely stop this horrendous habit of saluting everything, which made me look like <laughs> like a girl guide on crack. <laughs> just constantly saluting. <laughs> so yeah, triggered. Triggered is a word at the moment that is just being overused. And the fact that it's being overused, it is just starting to piss me off. But there are a few. There are a few fashionable words that are being sort of circulated around. A lot of coaches are using it, a lot of therapists, a lot of self-help gurus that are online. Another one is being authentically yourself. Be authentically, wait, be unapologetically yourself. Now, I am not saying that you shouldn't be yourself because that's the whole reason why I have redone this episode because I noticed from listening to the original that actually I was I wasn't being me when I was talking about that and I was I was trying to please everybody and that's that was me people pleaser I was a people pleaser for years. And then sometimes you can slip back into those safe zones of people pleasing and oh just make sure everybody's okay with that. And it doesn't do you any justice at all because it's not really you. Now, the only dangers with being unapologetically yourself is within certain people, they are seeing it as a free pass to be a complete asshole, And it, it's dangerous. Well, I'm just being unapologetically myself. Your dress is shit and you look like crap. And it's, whoa, hang on. There is, there's a fine line and, and it's called a, a, having a bit of class, quite frankly. Um... And I totally get that people want to be unapologetically themselves because that that was me. I was a people pleaser. But also I have standards and I understand what is unacceptable as well to say to people. But when people are trying to be the true authentic selves and be unapologetically themselves and are actually saying hurtful things, no, that's just being an asshole. That is just being an asshole. There's a few of these that are getting thrown around a lot at the moment. Um, Oh my God, this is one that really riles me. Um, Now I've heard this a lot um, and a couple of my friends have said this recently and I've just sort of let it go. And I was chatting to one of my my best mate and she lives in the south of France and her sister came out with it and we were just on the phone like, what? Why is this being used so much? And it's a statement and it is, I'm just doing me. I'm going to do me. I'm doing me anyway. I'm doing me from here onwards. I'm just going to do me from now on. That is one of the most selfish statements I've heard to date. I'm just going to do me. Now, I totally understand that everybody needs a bit of self-love and some self-preservation and that you should you should understand your self-worth, right? You should, absolutely, that's really important. 
I also understand what it's like to be a completely knackered mum um who I have a son who's neurodiverse and at the moment is literally into everything when you're trying to have a shower he's actually licking the toilet brush then he'll try and plug his straightness in as well as eating my eyeliner pen oh yeah it's full on it's full on um I mean he is ace but he is full on and it's in he's like a pocket rocket but then also I have a husband and sometimes it can feel like I've got two kids um can you relate to that one so sometimes like today it's my first day in a week by myself I'm taking time out for me, but I'm not just doing me. I'm I'm actually just taking a little bit of time out to get my podcast sorted. And then guess what I'm going to do afterwards? Clean the fucking house, <laughs> which is for everybody to enjoy. But also then I've got the dinner to do as well. So I ha- I totally get that you have to do you. And I understand that. But blurting out this statement publicly of, I, you know, I don't really care anymore. I'm just going to do me. I'm just going to do me. It's almost like, it, I find it quite numbing. It, it, it's almost like you're just ignoring everything else that's going on. But also it's very, it's, it's quite selfish and it's very alienating to other people around you. I'm just going to do me from here onwards anyway. I'm just doing me. Um, and I feel as though it's it's not really an empowering statement. I think people are using it as protection. People are trying to protect themselves from getting hurt. Um, and it's actually quite sad it's not an empowering statement at all. And it's something that's being thrown around at the moment, willy-nilly. And when you actually look at it from a distance, it's pretty fucking selfish. If my husband turned around and went, well, I'm just going to do me from now on. Firstly, he probably wouldn't be standing. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you're just going to do you? Because what does it actually mean anyway? I'm just going to do me from now. Does it mean that you're going to just you know, work on, work on yourself, which is great. You know, we can all work on ourselves, but we're not just doing us. But I mean, is it just means that you're not going to literally entertain anybody else at all? See, it's a really strong statement, isn't it? But actually, what's the meaning behind it? And, and this is where I think people are using it, but not actually thinking about it. It's, we just live in a world at the moment where we've got these words that are flying around and that, like I said, they're being used in the wrong context, but not just that. I don't even think people are thinking about it before they even say it. And there's one word that I find really dangerous. And, oh, that sounds quite sinister, doesn't it? But I do. And it's the word influencer, right? Influencer. Now, I've only ever been under the influence of one thing, and that was alcohol. Um, and, and that was it. In fact, I think there's only two things that you can be under the influence of, and that is drugs and alcohol. I did never did drugs. Alcohol used to be my thing. Um, but I, I, I mean, if you've listened to my episode before, I don't drink anymore, but in my twenties, Oh, I was a party girl. Um, Oh, I love that expression, a party girl. It makes me sound so pleasant. Oh, (laughs) piss can if you live in the UK. (laughs) But I do not want to be under the influence of a very heavily filtered individual who's on social media telling me to buy certain clothing because they're getting paid for it, because that's not genuine. And this is where you should always check that little text underneath. So if you're watching a reel that's by an influencer, firstly, have they got a filter? Yeah. So it's not real. That's not reality. That's not. Have you seen how good these filters are nowadays? Holy shit, they're incredible. So firstly, if they've got a filter on, Again, that's not real. They're masking something. And secondly, have a look down in the text. And if it's an ad, because obviously with the Advertising Standards Agency at the moment, you have to state if you are getting paid for these adverts. And so if they're getting paid for the adverts, is it genuine? Would they genuinely wear that? Is this a genuinely good product? 
And therefore, you're being influenced by somebody who's <laughs> who's not 100% genuine. And I have no intention of being under the influence of somebody who is heavily filtered and getting paid for me to have to, to use a product. And therefore, I think the influencers have got a lot of power, a hell of a lot of power. Um, and just the word in itself, influence, it just is pretty dangerous. It is. It's like programming when people watch TV and you're watching a TV program. It's like, and you know when your program is on because the TVs have been programmed so that the tele- your favorite television program is on a particular time. Am I looking into it too much? I don't think so. These words are pretty smart, the way that they're used. But the word influencer is one that just does not sit with me well at all. I just, I don't like it. And I certainly don't want to be under the influence of somebody who's incredibly heavily filtered and probably doesn't even look like that at all. And and do you know what else? This is another thing that really riles me. It's almost like, not only are these people heavily filtered, but their lifestyles are completely unrealistic. They're so unrealistic that people are striving to live like this. And I was chatting to a friend the other day. She just had a baby. She's had a C-section. She's absolutely knackered. She's breastfeeding. If you've breastfed and solely breastfed, you are literally like a milk machine. You don't move from the sofa. You sit there and you are just pumping. If if you've got a cluster feeding baby, they all just sit and feed for hours and hours and hours. And you literally can do sweet FA apart from sit there. And it gets, it can really get you down. It can really get you down. It can 100% play on your emotions, especially if, you know, you're a first time mum as well. Even if you, you know, if you're, if you're not new to it and you're a second time mum, it is full on. It's full on. I mean, I breastfed and bottle fed, so I actually did the both. I can't even imagine what it must be like to solely boob feed. But then you have a look at certain influence and they're like, oh, I'm so grateful that I can give my child exactly what it needs. And they're on the booby and blah, 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 blah. And look at me, I'm pumping as I'm going to the gym. And they've got one of those things in their bra. Well, hang on a minute. That would never have fitted in my breastfeeding bra because my tits alone didn't even fit in my breastfeeding bra. And it, sometimes, I'm not saying every time, there are unrealistic expectations from these influencers and you can feel really fucking alienated and it, it and it's it's not great and that's an awful lot of that is why I started this podcast was begun changed it to chuffed because I believe that we need to champion each other so much more on the girl next door level oh my god that expression's not been used for years has it so in the 90s, they used to be like, oh, yeah, she's just like the girl next door. And the girl next door was somebody that you could totally relate to, somebody who's on your level. She literally was the girl next door who had made it into the limelight, but was very much still grounded. And we seem to have lost that. We don't seem to have that. So we need to we need to bring that sort of feeling and that vibe back in to each other. I mean, watching an influencer who is showing you how to get that everyday look with makeup when they've got a filter on their reel anyway, isn't exactly going to do you any favours, is it? I mean, <laughs> sorry, but I find it so funny. I find it so funny when you find these influencers. You know, like when you're just scrolling and next minute somebody pops up and it's like sponsored or somebody you might know. And it's somebody putting makeup on. Hashtag GRWM. Get ready with me. Everyday makeup look. And they've got a filter on. And yet they're trying to show you how to get this simple, flawless look. But it's not even fucking real. It's not real. And then you go and try. Oh, I think I'll try that. What products have they used? I'll go and try that. And you end up looking like shit. That's because that is a 48-year-old woman trying to act like a 20-year-old woman. And it's just not going to work for you. <laughs> 
That's why I don't believe a lot of these influencers. They're getting paid a lot and also they're heavily filtered. And for all we know, in the world of AI, they just could be bots anyway. <gasps> don't even get me started on that. That is freaky shit. Right. If you're not already, please do give me a follow on Instagram. It's at Chuffed Podcast. You can also find me on Facebook as well. If you have shared the podcast with your friends, thank you. I genuinely appreciate that. And if you keep coming back and listening to the episodes, then yeah, you know for a fact that you're a, you're a friend of mine. Plus, if you haven't already, do subscribe on whatever platform that you listen to. If you subscribe, that means that whenever I post an episode, you can listen to it first. And if you haven't already and you really enjoy the episodes and you keep coming back for more, you're recommending it to friends, why don't you leave me a five star rating and even drop some words there as well leave us a review because I will really appreciate it I absolutely love doing this podcast um, what I want is to have more time to be able to do more episodes I've got so many incredible guest speakers that are lined up and I know for a fact that you'll find them really beneficial to listen to because they really are the girl next doors who are doing their thing inspiring others and just keeping us keeping us unfiltered, keeping us unfiltered yet bloody gorgeous as well. Right. Thanks for taking a listen today. Make sure that you keep popping back for more and I'll speak to you very soon. Thank you so much for stopping by and taking a listen. Follow me on socials with at Chuffed Podcast. And one more thing. Do you feel warm and tingly with a big smile on your face? (gasps) Ah, my friend, you are chuffed.